present, and future 50th anniversary celebration. You have the right to be here from China. You have the right to go to the moon. You have the right to go to the bathroom. You have the right to pick your chick. You have the right to be gay. You have the right to be ecstatic. You have the right to bear your arms. You have the right to bear children and breasts. You have the right to bear your butt. You have the right to bear naked. You have the right to spread your wings. You have the right to spread butter. You have the right to listen to K-Boo. You have the right to boo. You have the right to hubbub. You have the right to hubbub in the hot tub. You have the right to shoot up. You have the right to shoot down. You have the right to shoot naked. You have the right to shoot straight. You have the right to bumper shoot. You have the right to be right. You have the right to be wrong. You have the right to be left. You have the right to leave. You have the right to stay. You have the right to spit. You have the right to floor anyone who decks you. You have the right to resist arrest. You have the right to resist me, if you can. You have the right to be your mother. You have the right to a fair mind. You have the right to write me off. You have the right to get me off. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain beautiful. You have the right to remain. You have the right to remain. Have the right to remain tuned to KBOO 90.7 FM in Portland for commercial free, independently created radio theater. This is the Sudden Radio Project. I'm not wearing a burqa. You're supposed to be the expert. I told you we shouldn't trust them. Just be patient. Probably got a goddamn battalion of snipers with our skulls in their crosshairs this very minute. Jesus, W. Christ. And they're hiding where? Under a grain of sand? Your paranoia really gets me sometimes. But if my paranoia gets to you, then the terrorists get to us, sister. Sir, Checkpoint Chaz reports the arrival of three civilian vehicles. Are they clean? Yes, sir. Then roll out the red carpet, Major, or prayer rug, or what the hell ever. Yes, sir. Things suddenly got interesting. With all due respect, sir, I think you should let me do the talking. You can have the first crack at him, but once your diplo babble goes down in flames, it's my turn. Look alive, Major. Yes, sir. Hell, maybe they even sent the Ayatollah himself. What the? Good 
afternoon on behalf of the Islamic Republic. You gotta be shitting me. They sent a goddamn woman? Calm down. I don't believe this. I am the designated representative. You're a goddamned joke. I told you this was a waste of time. Do you think of your colleague? As a joke? No, I don't, because unlike you, she represents a country that treats women with equality, decency, and respect. Do you find that to be true? This meeting was not arranged to bicker over the many differences our nations have, but to discuss the interests we have in common. Let's not waste time on pettiness. Fine. Agreed. I'm curious as to why the Islamic Republic has made such an unexpected choice for their representative. I lived and studied in the United States for several years before the revolution. Therefore, I have an understanding of the American character that many in my government do not. Why did you return after the revolution? Further personal details are irrelevant. I am here to strike a deal, one that would be impossible without complete secrecy especially under the current climate of relations between our countries. Will you stop funneling weapons to the terrorists in Iraq and end your pursuit of nuclear weapons? Save the rhetoric for the press conferences. Let us talk about the real issues. Such as? Such as how my country can assist in cleaning up the mess you've made of Iraq, for one. The security situation in Iraq is steadily improving and... In the words of your colleague, you've got to be shitting me. I wouldn't get too cocky, honey bunny. So our hand isn't as strong as it might have been. We still hold more cards than you could ever hope to have. You're playing our game. Don't forget it. I'll grant you that. Though surely you would agree that the stakes are high for both of us. So the question is, who will fold first? Come now, my friends. Let us have a few rounds of betting before we rush toward the final showdown. I'll open with a pledge to lift sanctions in return for coming clean about all aspects of your country's atomic activities. This has now become less like a game and more like a serious negotiation. But if this is how you want to do it, very well. I'll see you and raise you a guarantee that no military action will be taken by you or any ally against my country. A non-aggression pact? You're bluffing. Under what circumstances? Under any circumstances. Your country has a long history of flimsy pretext for war. Surely you know we would never agree to that. Not publicly, of course, but secretly. The possibilities are quite open, no? You know how to play a hand, sister. Even a losing one. Are you going to talk or bet? How can we trust them? We can't, but they can't trust us either. That's the beauty of it. I'll raise you normalization of relations. Normalization? Are you crazy? I wasn't finished. Normalization in return for the unconditional surrender of the Islamic Republic. Surrender? Impossible. You are crazy. Am I? You certainly are. You said anything was possible. I did not say that. I said the possibilities were more open. Are you going to talk or bet? 
I'll see your unconditional surrender and raise you a trillion dollars. A trillion dollars? One trillion. You're both crazy. One trillion dollars? <laughs> A trillion dollars. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Surely you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> Why not? Haven't we pissed away half a trillion on Iraq? And that was a cakewalk compared to what a war with Iran would be shit. If she's going to sell out her country for a mere trillion, I say we take her up on it. It's a hell of a bargain. I even have the down payment. Major, bring the case. Yes, sir. I just happened to bring along a hundred mil persuader. A little encouragement for a coup d'etat if you'd been amenable. But since you're willing to give away the whole store, hell, it'll serve as a token of good faith. I see your trillion dollars, sister. Call. I hope you know what you're doing. Have I ever let you down? Make up your mind. We haven't got all day. I... I fold. Smart girl. Never bet against the house, especially when you're bluffing. Open the case, Major. Yes, sir. It's empty. You're bluffing, too. Well, the house can't afford to bluff. And better yet, now we've got a trillion bucks to spend. Major, give HQ the all-clear for Operation October Surprise. Yes, sir. I'd hightail it to my bunker if I were you. This is outrageous. What kind of country deals in bullying, blackmail, and bribery? The most powerful country in the world. That's who? If you don't like it, you can always take your grievances to the UN. Your people will not tolerate this. Have you learned nothing from Iraq or Vietnam? What are the people going to do? Have some more puppet parades? Elect spineless Democrats? As long as they have enough gas to get to the mall, they won't do a damn thing. And we've got the hardware to guarantee the spigot will stay open till the wells run dry. Who cares about a few thousand dead American soldiers? Forget the Iraqis. No one bothers to count them. Our casualties were 20 times as high in Vietnam. I suggest you ask a Saigon sweatshop girl sewing Nikes who won that war. Hell... I'll bet a trillion dollars that within 30 years there'll be Hummer factories in Baghdad and Tehran. Because America doesn't lose, motherfucker. America doesn't lose.
Homo sapiens today here at Children's Fairyland. Yes, indeed he do. You just have time to run to the Goblin's concession stand and pick up some delicious elephant ears, panda nuts, and earwig tarts. Just kidding, just kidding. All our concessions are guaranteed to be semi-boneless and earwig-free. I swear it on my mummy's tomb. But um bum No, really, run and get your treats, kitty kittens, and then you're in for some special fun with Marvella the Puppet Mistress. The great Marvella has some spills and thrills in store for you with the story of Baba Yaga. <laughs> the Lion King, that's real funny. You kids are born comedians. You really should come up here so I can retire to Palm Springs now, knowing you're filling my clown shoes. No, really, boys and goys, laddies and fatties, Baba Yaga is a fantastically wonderful story of, uh, uh... Evil cannibal witch on a possessed house with giant chicken legs and offensive flaming human skulls with her assistant, Arturo. Yes, yes, that's right. A flaming cannibal chicken and the witch who loved her coming right up after this brief musical interlude. Don't forget those yum, yummy concessions. On a rat, Carl. Why do you always bungle my intros? Well, Gladys, I surely wouldn't if you would do some normal bit we've all heard of, like Rapunzel or some crap. I need a snort. Back in five. And have Fairyland Boy on the damn mark for your entrance this time. Sugar and a flaming chicken. Of course, your Barkership. Whatever you say, your Barkership. Lick my crack, your Barkership. That's the great Marvella to you and their flaming skulls. Face. All right, boy, just like I showed you, keep your elbows up and you'll be all right. Thanks, Marvella. Hey, how about one for the road before I go on? Hell and damnation, Davin. That's good whiskey. Don't spell it. Just don't tell your parents that Marvella, two-time winner of the Arlen Puppetry Design Award, is a corrupter of minors. I'm almost unminer, Marvella. Yeah, and your parents are almost human, so don't tempt fate. Douche your fucking cake hole with Listerine before you go home. Give me that. Marvella, has your mouth always been so foul? It's 62 years in the amusement park life. We'll do it to you, Davin, my boy. I was born in a park trailer at Tehachapi Enchanted Elf Knoll, right behind the turkey vulture aerial acrobatic ring. This life rots out your mouth and it rots out your heart and sure as fucking cancer will rot out the bottom of your props trailer. What happened to you, sugar tush? No, it won't. No, it won't, because I'm not going to live in the park life. 
I'm going to learn everything you can teach me about puppeteering and ditch this red hole. No offense, Marvella. I'm going to L.A. to earn my fortune, make my name, eat sushi, and bone some hot chicks. And I'll find you a better job, too. A job worthy of your scintillating camera. Aren't you the one? Give me that cheek. Ow, quit molesting my cheek. Ah, hell, Davin. Maybe you'll love old plastic land, though I sincerely doubt it. But certain fuckingly L.A.'s not for me. I'm too old and too ugly and too surly, and I just love whiskey to goddamn much. They love whiskey in L.A. too, Marvella. And they love puppets. Puppets. Like Avenue Q, kid stuff, comedy, and song and dance and expensive sex. There's no fiction, no art in poetry anymore, Gavin, my boy. No guts and no risks. As long as the passion's gone, I might as well stay here and confuse the wilder and spark something in the noggin of the occasional rare whippersnapper. Like me, it was that day you did Jan Sparkmeyer's Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> you had an asthma attack, if I remember correctly. A little wheezy grunt, lying on the ground, reaching for the suckworms. All right, you two, get your bony asses on the mark. And put that cigarello out, Gladys. It smells like cat shit and it scares the children. All right, let's hear a warm round of applause for the Siamese Dream Squeezebox Sisters. Aren't they truly amazing? Yes, indeed. Just one lung, but twice the fun. And now, drumroll, please. Ladies and germs, guppies and puppies, boyos and goyos, drop your mittens and juggle your kittens and get ready for the scary story of Baba Yaga and the flaming cannibal chicken holocaust. Join me in giving a great big children's fairyland hand to the puppetry magic of the great Marvella. And her assistant, Arturo. I am a little boy sent into the dark woods by my wicked stepmother to sell this goat meat for a little lamp oil at the market. Ah, what is that? I am scared of this forest, and I am getting cold and scared as night approaches. Oh, I see some lights up ahead. Perhaps it is the market. What a strange market. The lights, they are... Flaming skulls stuck on fence posts made out of human leg bones. See how the eyes explode and melt in the sockets. <laughs> oh, those jawbones laugh at me even as they burn. I should turn back now. But I see lamps burning in the windows. Perhaps I could trade for some oil so that my stepmother does not beat me when I go home. This gate is fastened with human arms and legs. And this lock is a mouth with sharp teeth. Oh, maybe some of this goat meat will busy it. 
It worked. Here's the house. Oh, it's moving. It's on giant chicken legs. Good chicken, nice chicken. Oh no, the door is a giant beak, as big as a furnace door, gnashing and snapping. Its huge eyes are crazy, flame lamp lit windows. Ah, here it comes. No, no, don't eat me, chicken house. Josh? Josh? Terry, get his inhaler out of his pocket. Josh? Stop that hellish music! Hey, Carl, call the medics. Hey, damn time. What do you have to have asthma to get into public school these days? Gavin, go help the damn kid. No problem, folks, no worries, just a titch, and we'll get the medics in, and everything will be solvy walvy, liggity split. Sick of flaming chickens, what is Hey, kid, it's okay. It's just a puppet, see? The house is just a puppet and... Step back, freak. Lucky if I don't sue you assholes melting eyeballs for five-year-olds. This is children's fairyland for fucking sake. Supposed to be Pinocchio, Snow White, shit like that. Terry, help him sit down, goddammit. Over here. I said back off, freak. Come here, Gavin. Come here, boy. Get this house off. Thanks. Snort. Don't worry about it, boy. This happens time to time, like clockwork. A match? Son of a bitch. This is my first big show, Marvella. The skulls look so great, and the gate worked like a charm, and... and... Carrie's here. Oh, the little red-headed girlie's here, is she? Pretty little piece. Too pretty for you, you ask me, my scrawny pipkin. <laughs> she likes artists. She likes me. I'm making a puppet for her. I'm making a puppet of her. Ah, uh, Davin, my boy. Perhaps it's not a Good idea to show that to Carrie just yet. That kind of thing takes a certain maturity to understand and appreciate. We're mature. We've been mature for four months now. Fuck all, Davin. Fingering each other in the jolly trolley doesn't qualify as mature. I mean, the kind of self-confidence and intestinal fortitude that can stand up to having a puppet made in your image. I made one of my Frank back in Tehachapi, and he never did get right with it. On second thought, Davin, I wouldn't tell her at all if I were you. But it's for her, to show her how I feel. Consider your fucking class ring, Davin. No, on 
Space Cruise on the Jolly Trolley anymore. Everyone goes to the Old West Junction. Well, pardon the fuck out of me, cowboy. Damn it, Arturo, whatever the fuck your name is, Ginger Minge is here to see us. Fuck you very much, Carl. Hi, Davin. Hi, Marvella. Hi, Carrie. Did you see the skulls? They went off right on time. Their eyeballs melted just right. Yeah. Sorry your show got messed up, Davin. It's gonna take forever to get the eyeballs prepped again. Davin, are you happy to see me? Yeah, I'm happy to see you. Don't you notice anything different about me? Uh... Sure. Uh, it, you're, you're, um, hmm. Don't strain your goddamn milk, Davin. Your hair looks real nice, Carrie. It's nice curled like that. Oh, yeah, it does. Look nice. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was just thinking about... The eyeballs. I know. Hey, want to go check out the old west? Uh, uh, the show? Uh, the show... I have to, uh, I mean... Ah, run along, cowboy. There'll be no more show today with these dildo, litigious parents and their wheezing progeny around. Ride em high, yee-haw, and all that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, thanks. Bye. Davin, why'd she say that like that? Does she know... She's just crazy. Whatever. Let's go. Davin, you got everything you need? You got your portfolio? Yeah, I got it. Got puppets? I mailed them ahead, remember? Oh, yeah. You got Marvella, I got everything. The letter you wrote for me, bus ticket, clean shorts, everything. I'm fine. Quit worrying. Have a snort. Jeez. I'm quitting the whiskey, Davin. For good this time. You got my phone number, right? It's on the letter. I have it memorized. Really? Just... Just be cool. Just wish me luck. God damn it, boy. I told you, you never wish luck in showbiz. You always break a leg. So break a fucking leg already and give me a hug. <coughs> fucking hell of a week to quit whiskey. And there's that cock-eating ice cream truck right on cue. Davin, my boy, you'll go far. With Baba Yaga and Faust on your resume, you'll knock them dead. With a reference letter and five years' instruction from puppet master Marvella Krenowitz, I'll knock them dead, you mean. Don't be so sure, boy. Don't be so sure. Just let your natural aptitude and passion speak for itself. Hey, where is that little gal, Davin? Where's Carrie? Uh, um, she couldn't make it. Mm. Sad to show her the puppet, 
didn't you? It's a beautiful fucking puppet, Marvella. I dyed organic Tussa silk yarn for the hair and molded the frame out of... Davin, stop. I warned you. It's not something your modern female is attuned to. It's too... It's it's too... Well, it's, it's too damn... Something. Anyway, I'm sorry to hear that, but you're getting a new start now, eh? Moving on. New everything. Sushi and Gotham chicks. Goth chicks. Right. There's the bus. Take you to the terminal. Break a leg. Do me proud, boy. Will do. Bye, Marvella. I'll send a postcard. Do that. Bye. Bye. Love you, Davin. Yes, yes, let's give Clancy a big round of children's fairyland-style applause. Now, hear ye, hear ye, all anchor biters and hip nippers, ladies and Hades, don't go away. Visit our yum-tastic goblin concession stand and munch those delicious chicken nibbles to the rollicking tunes of the geek, Symphonique. Well, if it isn't Davin, or should I say Arturo, I don't go by that moniker anymore. Six months away and already too cool for school. Eight months. Anyway, who gives a fuck? Who's Moochie over there? That is our unfortunate new addition, Clancy the Dinosaur. He does bits with anemic songs and dildo hand puppets. Real farm league stuff. We hired him after Gladys uh, got sick. You mean she's still in the hospital? Sick. I hitched a ride up here as soon as Gary called. Had to ride with a stoner I know. Works in the paper mache shop. Fucking grateful dead. Don't these people ever move on? Damn. Hasn't anyone talked to you? About Gladys? What? No. Where, where is she? Gavin. Oh, fuck. Gladys didn't make it, kid. What? The surgery. Where is she? The new valve they gave her didn't take. Didn't t- take? What are you talking about? Marvella wasn't old. She was young. She was young enough to... Kid. Kid, she was a fucking drunk. No disrespect to the dead or anything, but her ticket was wasted. Blotto. Embalmed. 
in rare form. It was like, like trying to sew an alarm clock onto a pickled herring. No can do, buckaroo. Gladys went just the way she would have wanted, swimming in whiskey sauce. I'm sorry you heard it this way, kid. She quit. She said she was going to quit. Yeah, right. Just like she was going to quit chain-smoking those cat shit turds. Come on, it's Gladys. Actually, it's Marvella. Hey, where you going? Don't you want to stick around and pass gas at Clancy the Phagosaurus Rex with me? I'm going to get my job back. Marvella's job. What about Los Angeles? All that, I'm leaving this rat hole crap. Carl, I'm too weird and too ugly and, and too surly and I just love children's fairyland too goddamn fucking much. All right, fairyland boy. But it'll rot your heart out. It's not the boss, it's the dross. If it's not the brats, it's the rats. It's dirty and rancid, and you'll get some on you, wind up a dipsomaniac booze hound like Gladys or, uh, like me. Sure, it's got guts and glory and all that crap, but it don't win you a place on anybody's Christmas card list, not even the little Slimers. You'll always be one of the freaks, Davin. See you around, Carl. Don't say I didn't warn you, Fairyland boy. Don't say I didn't warn you. That's right, you heard the sign that says 20 rings for two dollars. We're gonna give you 30. That's right, 30 rings for two dollars. That's what that is. We're gonna help you out. Me mom's dead. No, I ain't. 
But you'll be if you don't open this sleeping door. Why don't you go and pester Harry then? He was your favourite anyway. He's having a bath with Katie. No, he's not. Is too. Is not. Is too. A mother knows these things. Blooming cheeky cow. You've got some nerve coming in Willie. here. Willie! Mum! Mum? I must be seeing things. Is that all you have to say? It's just the after effect of getting royally pissed last night. That's me, boy. This can't be. Oh, now what's so odd about your old mother coming back from the grave to say hello? Oh, what about the tunnel and all? The flowers, a funeral? Don't tell me I fucking hallucinated that. Yeah, pretty good trick, eh? Dodie and I have so enjoyed the quiet life we've had since then. And I still get me picture in the papers now, don't I? Well, yeah, but... What about me? What about Harry? Oh, you were too young. you got to understand that. Look, love, we'll have plenty of time for explanation later on. But, you see, living on the lamb is not very lucrative. Rather expensive, actually. If you got anything left from that show you gave for me a few weeks ago, I'd be much obliged if you could spare a million or two. You can't be serious. You plastered me mug all over the thing. Ain't I entitled to a cut? It was for charity. We gave it all away. Gave it all away? Why, I sure raised a proper pair of fools, didn't I? Well, the apple don't fall far from the tree then, does it? Oh, sure. Piss on your mother's grave. Yeah, you piss on my grave. Oh, yeah, you little ungrateful twit. You little snot. What, you're not coming back here and call me at six o'clock in the morning? Oh, six o'clock in the morning, isn't it? Isn't there a night like mine? Yeah, call hide me, hide me. What for? The closet, hurry! Oh, this is bloody ridiculous. Oi, Willie! Is that me boy? Harry? Harry! Welcome home, love. Guess who's been resurrected? Mum, it really is you. Oh, I knew you'd come back. I knew it. Didn't I tell you so, Will? Christ, close that bloody door. You want to be on telly tonight? There he goes, always a stodgy one. Says though he wishes I was still dead. Oh, of course. Voices deceased mum for first time in a decade and don't act like it's completely normal. Oh, must be dark, that one. It's Katie. How do you know? Uh, well, I, uh... Tell him the truth. About what? You and her. Me and who? What are you on about? Honesty is the best policy, I say. Or be in the closet. Oh, no, you ain't getting away. Oh, Come look, back here. Go. Uh, Come on, back no, here. No, 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 no. Come on. You can't start Don't this in a walk up, then. Why do your way? Why the hell I have to let myself into a house with two able-bodied blokes loitering right by the door, chatting with their... <gasps> oh, now you've done it. Done what? Breathe. You've blown me cover. Is that really? You're the one who took her bleeding time sashing I'm sure a perfectly the reasonable oh, explanation, which I also can't say I've heard yet. your brother's <laughs> mooning over your soon-to-be ex-girlfriend. Don't worry, love. I know mouth-to-mouth. Lie down. What's he doing now, then? What the hell? Is that who I think it is? Into the closet, mother. I'll help. I say, young fellow. Come in, father. You too, Katie, dear. Let me at him. I'll show that lion two-faced. Move it. Conniving. Double dealing. Ow, easy with the nails. Stuff shirt of a sissy boy. Some revenge from beyond the grave. Tully ho, old chums. Hope I haven't come at a bad time. No, not at all. Splendid. Simply splendid. You know, boys... <laughs> You're practically grown men. Well, practically, sure. Only shit myself once a week. <laughs> right oh, yes. Yes. You see, dear dear boys, I feel as though as a father I've passed over a few things. Oh, it's nay on the intro, Daddy O. Get to it already. Well, I 
I think it's time I had a talk with you two fine, fine young lads about, well, about the birds and the bees. What? You're kidding. There'll come a time, yes, there will, when you become interested in doing more than just holding hands. Ah, uh, we've already done it. Yeah. You've, you've done it? Sure. But you're not married. And neither were the ones we'd done it with. Don't think so, anyway. Didn't ask to see a license, did we? <laughs> Sometimes they have boyfriends like the bird I had last night. Why, you? Speaking of whom we had last night. Hmm. Come in, my dear. Good morning, gentlemen. Are you having a pleasant day? Sure. Till now. I'm so sorry to barge in, darling, but I felt so lonely all by myself, all on the cold, wet sidewalk. You wish you'd stay there once I've got me mitts on. You let me at her. Kill! Kill! Are you killed? Oh, lady get a bloody drink. Lizzie! Howly Christ. Jolly good day to you, mother. Oh, stuff it, you stuck-up sticky beat. My word, the gang's all year, ain't they? Well, I'm glad, for I have an announcement. Don't you mean a decree? Oh, shut your smirking hole. I want you all to know that effective straight away I'm abdicating. I've added up to my tits with all the ceremonial or shit. I want a party! A girl's only got so many years of eyeballs in her. Cheers to that! Cheers. Yeah. Mother, I'm most honoured by this magnanimous decision. You can be certain that I'll execute... Don't cream your overpriced trousers quite yet, you stiffy git. I'd sooner bestow the crown on Redkin. It's high time we restore honour and dignity to the bloody throne. Therefore, at high noon tomorrow, outside fucking Buckingham, we'll have a duel to the death between Harry and Willie. What? You can do your own math as to who gets what, win or lose. And as I've been standing here five minutes without one of you bleeding cunts filling me cup, I'm skipping out to the pub. Toodaloo! Oh, nice to see you die. Drop by for some tea sometime, would you? Ta! This is an outrage! Mother, please reconsider! Piss off! Let me duel Diana for the throne! I'll have you duel Camilla for the privilege of kissing my arse! You see, being regal ain't all it's cracked up to be, is it? No, I'm all in. Me too. Can you, you know, help us have a little accident, Mum? I thought you'd never ask me, dears. In fact, I've got a little something in mind that will get us the hell out of Dodge and put the crown on old Chucklehead. We'll all be happy. That is, if the both of you can endure the tragedy of dying in the duel tomorrow. Oh, sure. Bloody shame. That's me, boys. I sure did miss you. Come on, let's go pinch a few of them crown jewels before you knock off, eh? Life is free, but living costs money, right? Oi, what about Katie? What about her? Well, we can't just leave her. Why not? Well, she's seen everything. Ah, oh, no one will believe her. Not many people, anyway. 
Distraught lover raving about how she's seen his dead mum. Hardly worth giving the time of day. Still, I might get a cover or two out of it. But wouldn't that be a gas? <laughs> <laughs> Chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, tree, just blow me a kiss, and that's lucky too. Sing it right, Tim, or don't sing it at all. When there's hardly no day and hardly no night, things half in shadow and halfway in light. Answer the phone, Caruso. Good morning. We kick ash. I must have dialed the wrong number. What number were you trying to dial? We're kick ash. Wrong number, but you got the right service. But it's not my usual company. Coastal chimney sweeps. Well, we cover all of Oregon. How do you do that? Practice. I don't know. I've used my other service for years. Maybe our service will change your mind. I need a chimney sweep today. Your caller ID says Clack County. One of our sweeps will be in Clack this morning. I'm used to my other chimney sweep. We have a special going on right now through the end of the year. Like I said, the end of the year, not the fiscal year. How, how special? I bet your other chimney sweep never offered this service. Two chimneys for the price of one. What if I only have one chimney? Then it's free. How do you stay in business? Folks like that we offer something with no strings attached. You'd like an offer like that, right? What's the catch? There isn't any. There has to be a catch. Kick Ash was founded on a more neighborly concept. How neighborly? The world is looking for a handout, so we give it to them. How can you afford to do that? It's some economic theory my pop explained to me. That sounds like a new age hooey. My pop graduated from a very progressive school in London. There's got to be a catch. Most folks have the same reaction. You're not alone. What's the handout? When you offer customers a no-strings-attached service, it helps balance some economic equation of being screwed by the way trickle-down economics has, well, screwed the world. It sounds like Gandhi's non-violent approach. You must be psychic. Are you psychic? No, I'm an interior designer. Why? That was the next thing I was going to say. That I'm an interior designer? No, what Gandhi said about being the change you want to see in the world. And do you apply this to a chimney sweep service? How? Why not? If I follow your logic... There's no logic. We're trying to bring back common sense. Dream on. <laughs> My kids are at it again. Oscar, put the baby back in the high chair and let your sister finish eating her breakfast. You have your hands full. I'll let you go. Let us know if we can help. With my son? With your chimney. I can have a driver there in 30 minutes. I don't know. What was that? Oscar. Every morning it's the same thing. He captures his siblings and makes them prisoners of war. He's burned the Geneva Convention's rules for POWs, along with some other things that are lodged up the chimney. That's where we come in.
Was that a... He's not a good shot, so he usually fires a few times before he hits something. Then he's a perfectly normal ten-year-old. Did I mention we have customers stay with us for a hundred years? How could that be? The family likes our service so much they write us into their will. I've never heard of such a thing. Sometimes we inspire a family member to become a chimney sweep. Like who? Frankenmeyer. His grandson was so taken with us, he joined on the spot, left the millions his uncle would have left him, and found happiness cleaning Oregon's chimneys. I would have remembered that story in the Oregonian. The family was ashamed. It was filed in the obits. There has to be a catch. There isn't any. What if I take you up on your special, but never call you again? That's okie dokie. Joe, I got a doozy for you. A chimney where we can really make a difference. Tim, you should have seen the one I just come from. You would have thought Charlie Manson's girls lived there. Or those freaks waiting for the comet. Remember those loonies? Oh, people are just lonely, Joe, and looking for answers. Some become more desperate than others, but I don't think this one will be quite that bad. First, I gotta stop at a car wash and hose myself and the truck down. That bad? I am so looking forward to retirement. I can't wait till I finish my telephone apprenticeship. Why? You've got a nice voice. Customers like you. They tell their friends. I suppose. But I want to fight the dark forces, too. You'll have your turn, kid. Just a few more months, right? Yeah. Just a few more months. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. Hey, buddy, you're not allowed to do that. I can't sing? You can't walk through the car wash. There's no sign. What nut walks through a car wash? It feels great. Oh, I'll have to charge you. So charge me. What a glorious feeling. I'm clean once again. Hey, buddy. Name's Joe. Hey, Joe. How'd you get so dirty? Cleaning chimneys. This one was a hundred years old and never been cleaned. Uh, that's like a 20-year-old virgin who's never been kissed. I'll take your word for it, friend. I forget the next verse, but there's a smile on my face. I can't... You look the like word. the ace of spades when you walked in here, man. It feels good to be clean again. Ah, oh, you look better, too. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Oh, I wouldn't know about that, but you sure look clean. Like, from the inside out. What do I owe you? Oh, your wash is on the house, but the truck is 20. Uh-oh. Hey, Nick. Phones are ringing off the hook. What I tell you, Tim, you're a natural. You talk to one customer, we send out Joe. Then that customer becomes a very satisfied customer, and I have to hire more chimney sweeps. Nick, I know I still got a few months, but couldn't I go out with Joe next time? You're not quite ready, kid. Joe's talking about retiring. He's been saying that for the last five years. Oh, please, Nick. I'm ready. This is not just dirty work, Timmy. You're fighting some pretty nasty energies, and the dark forces have never been so, well... Dark? I feel like I'm ready, Nick. Besides, you're going to have to let me go sometime. 
You're like a son to me, Timmy. If Pop hadn't gotten stuck in that chimney in knee tarts, the one that had the flu that led to a vent pipe that dropped a hundred feet into a you-know-what, he would still be alive today. Your father, may he rest in peace, was my bravest sweeper. Pop would have wanted me to follow in his footsteps. Please, Uncle Nick. Life has been strung, a sweep's on the bottom most, bottom most rung, and something and something and. Memorization, Tim. The right words help undo the bad stuff. They clean out the psychic and the physical ash, right, Joe? And. And the negativity in the house, like that kid, Oscar. Oscar was a lightweight. Okay, so the negativity in the house bonds to the carbon in fire. Any fire. It could be fire from a match. No wonder more smokers are dying. What comes after negativity bonding to carbon? It sticks to the bricks in the chimney, and then we have to use other means to clean it out. Forgive the dark forces at play in this house. Make all things forgiving. The cat and the mouse—they've marginalized all their light. And then they cower. They dominate others to achieve a sense of power. And they do this because. Don't stop the rhythm, Timmy. Now where was I? The dark forces do this. Why? They disconnect from the old ticker. Geez, Joe, how'd we get to this place? A. Materialism. B. Taboos about sex. C. A spirituality that sucks. D. Dying before we're dead. Joe, there's something very creepy in this chimney. Just think of these dark forces like the guy who beeps his horn at you in traffic. They're the drivers from California. Yeah, well, you let them through and you don't beep back. I've been doing that, Joe. It doesn't seem like it's enough. It's plenty enough. Now, where was I? What was that? Music riles them. It confuses their molecules. Uh-oh. I don't think that was your hand, was it? No. So we gotta work quick and clear these karmic webs. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim tree. A chimney sweeps lucky as lucky can be. We work to redeem the planet's bright soul. In this whole wide world, there's no happier goal. While I sweep, you call in the forces of light, okay? I have to memorize this. You'll soon be on your own, so yes, you have to memorize it. You know, I'd forget my head if it wasn't attached. Before long, you'll be saying it in your sleep. I-, I think I'm better at customer relations, Joe. This is customer relations, so crank up that Caruso and let's disarm the soot. Joe, I-, I I can't move. When you start to sing, you won't feel so stuck. Didn't your pop tell you how this would feel? Yeah, but it's like sex when you're a kid. Until you do it, no reading of Lady Chatterley's Lover is gonna do it for you. You know what I mean? Just sing, Timmy. Though I'm covered with soot from my head to my toes, a sweet knows he's welcome wherever he goes. He works with his helpers. He works fast and fierce. He cleans out the cobwebs. I forget the next verse. Improvise. Cosmic spirits and beings rise up. The dreamers, the weavers, come fill up the cup. Be with us now as we sweep, as we clean. The builders, the workers, the dancers that lean. Can that be right? Dancers that lean. Maybe it's dancers that clean. Keep on singing, faster. <clears throat> 
we don't have much time left in this chimney flue. Come healers and teachers and activists too. We sing as we work to help clean up this ash. We sing with the poets who don't have much cash. Two more verses, Timmy. We're almost there. <gasps> we wish the dark forces a fond adios. Musicians and prophets will escort your ghosts. So tally your scorecards and prepare to be jettisoned. The forces of light will be your spoonful of medicine. Good luck will rub off when I shake hands with you or blow me a kiss and that's lucky too. That's music to my ears. Are the dark forces gone, Joe? From the chimney they are. Where's our next stop? Clear over to the coast. Don't you ever wonder, Timmy, how we get from East to West Oregon in under 30 minutes? Now that you mention it, my pop once told me a story. Oh, it's awfully dark and gloomy up there. There now, you see how wrong people can be? That there is what you might call a doorway to a place of enchantment. Timmy, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Chim chimini, chim chimini, chim chim chiri. When you're with a sweep, you're in glad company. Nowhere is there a more happier crew than them what sings chim chim chiri, chim chiru. Chim chimini, chim chim chiri, chim This has been another supercalifragilistic episode of the Sudden Radio Project. Hummed it a little, hummed it a lie. Contributors to tonight's show include Carrie Rambo, James Lawrence, Joy Bartlett, Sharon Mann, Jeremy Metz, Randall Howington, Barbara Genovese, Alexander Lumiere, Orion Gray Lumiere, and... Boom Boom. The Sudden Radio Project will return with another expialidocious episode on August 27th. In the meantime, you can enjoy great radio theater every Monday night here on KBU. Next week, it's the Ubu Hour. The second Monday of every month, it's the listeners. And the third Monday, Gremlin Time. Thank you for listening, and good night.
Tiki Cha Cha Club. Journey to Paradise, again, over, under, sideways, and down, and through, and all around, and over there, somewhere. There it goes. And I'm waking up from my long winter's nap right now, and I'm crawling into the studio, up into that big chair, uh, where we can be here now. At that wacky cha-cha club. Come on now. It's the tacky cha-cha club. I told you what it was years ago. It's that whacked out, blacked out, tracked out, jacked out, whacked out, racked out, whacked out, racked out, out. It's the tongue-in-cheeky cha-cha club. Or the hippie cha-cha club. We're coming up on 50 celebration the 